Hi friends, it's Kayla Moranen. Welcome back to the Let's Get Candid podcast. How's everybody doing today? Happy Thursday. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever day or time it is that you're listening. I'm so happy to be back on the mic with you guys. If you've been following me on social media, you might know that I just got back from a road trip cross country. We will have to do a catch up about that in the next solo pod but today i'm going to try to make it short and sweet because there's a lot to catch you up on but i gotta run it to a galentine's event but if i don't do this now i probably won't get to it and i'm trying to pre-record to make sure you guys get episodes while i'm gone and my editor is also out of town so we're trying to do a lot in a short amount of time but it's okay because that's just how we do things around here. You know, I, I, I'm i the queen of recording like a million episodes in a row and batching content. I did that during bar prep season. Like I did a million episodes during spring break so I could make sure that there would be an episode every single week during bar prep, even though I wasn't going to be recording. And I like to go in waves like that of batching content and then taking a little break from recording new content for the podcast, even though it's still going up every single week. So I can focus on creating different kinds of content for you guys on other platforms. Speaking of which, my downloadable outreach template for LinkedIn and email messages to network is now out. I will link it below so you guys can download it. It's absolutely free. There's some networking tips in there. This is something that I have been using since I was a 2L, so about four years ago, and I've really perfected how to network, and I'm so good at it if I don't say so myself. Everybody tells me that I'm a great connector, And this is how I do it. And this is also how I'm able to have the podcast that I do because I'm able to reach out to people and, you know, show interest and have great conversations with them. And then I ask them, hey, would you want to be on my podcast? And there's some really incredible episodes that I've had over the last two and a half years that I was able to get the guest on through this method. And I've gotten job opportunities and mentors and everything like this template works and I'm so glad that I can finally share with you guys. It's been something I've been wanting to do forever. So shout out to my assistants Mackenzie and Caitlin for helping me. And yeah, so that is that content that I've been working on for you guys for a while. I have a newsletter now. I'll link that below so you guys can sign up and get my newsletter. I have a lot of content going up on my firm account, on my TikTok, and on my personal account. I'm really trying guys, so please go check it out. Follow along, support, comment, like, share, whatever. All the things mean so much to me to have your guys' support. I literally would not be where I am today if I didn't have it. This podcast wouldn't exist. My firm would not exist. And that's what we're talking about today. One year of Kayla Moran Law. On January 25th, my firm turned a year old, which is unbelievable because I've only been out of school for about 18 months. So it's crazy. You know, in May, it'll be two years. But the fact that I've had a firm for a year and been in business for over a year with my firm and I've had Connect to Social for close to two years already is just absolutely crazy like incredible and crazy to me. I was trying to say that at the same time. I I literally would not be here without you guys, without my mentors. And I'm just so, so grateful that I'm able to do what I love and love the lifestyle that I do. And of course, be able to share with you guys. And, you know, I may wear a lot of different hats and do a lot of different things. And people always ask me how I handle it all. And we've talked about that extensively on the podcast, time management, prioritization, support systems, delegation, all of that stuff. But I owe it to you guys to do a catch up with me and share what have been the ups and the downs and what people don't talk about about entrepreneurship because there is a lot and I do make content about this on my TikTok regularly 
but I thought I would synthesize it all for you guys on a podcast episode and we have a lot to cover. So let's dive right in really fast. I'll do a quick suck and sweet of the week and then let's go. So my suck of the week is honestly, I just recorded this <laughs> for a couple of episodes ago. So not much has changed, but I will say just, you know, I've been living at home for a while now and I kind of feel like this is one of the last years that I'll be living at home. Um, I'm looking to buy a house next year. I'm already starting to think of my future. You know, I'm 26. I'm ready for the next chapter of my life. I'm entering a new phase now as a business owner and as a person. So it's kind of like this bittersweet feeling of, you know, I'm trying to spend as much time as home with my family as possible and spend time with them and cherish those memories that we're creating because we are finally really close. Like I'm finally close with my brother. We're friends now. I'm close with my parents. We're friends now. And those are the things that I've growing up I always dreamed of so it's like bittersweet that I know that that's kind of coming to an end but I think because we all know that everybody is so much more willing to hang out and spend time together and we go on family dates and we go on sibling dates and yeah so it's like a bittersweet feeling just knowing that I won't have as much time with my family like living with them anymore but also like I'm glad to have my own space soon. And so like, that's kind of the sucky feeling of like living at home, I don't really have personal space. And sometimes I feel like I'm on all the time and then I have to come home and then be on. And I haven't really had as much time to myself as I would have liked in the last few months, just with how crazy work has been and traveling. So that's been a little bit shitty, but I'm trying to enjoy it as much as I can because I know that it's not gonna last forever. And yeah, that's my suck of the week. My sweet of the week is that I have a lot of events and cool things going on. So I'm going to a Valentine's event tonight and then I have another Valentine's on actual Valentine's Day next week with a couple of girls, actually one of my clients, she introduced me to a couple of friends and we are doing Valentine's together, which I'm really excited about. And it's fun being friends with your clients and a lot of my friends have become clients as well. So that's super cool. And I'm going to Miss Carnival Miami this weekend. My One of my really good friends is a former Miss Carnival Miami. She's now Miss Michigan, or she was Miss Eco Michigan. Now she's Miss Eco USA and she's going to Egypt. So I have a best friend who's in pageants and my brother's best friend is also in pageants and she's running for Miss Carnival Miami this weekend. So we're going to support both of them and I'm excited to be there and get all dressed up. And then Super Bowl Sunday, of course. So I'm excited to get together with friends and my brother's coming along and we're just going to have a great time watching the game. And, you know, then I head out on the road trip that I will currently be on while you're listening to this, which is fun. So lots of things going on, trying to get everything done and batched and ready and make sure all my client work is done and all my consultations and all my meetings are done so I can really enjoy my time, you know, on the road. It's not going to be a full out of office, but I'm going to have limited access to the internet and email and all of that stuff. So trying to keep up and keep up with me on social media if you don't follow me already. And now let's dive right in to one year of Kayla Moran Law and the reflection period. Um, yeah, I've been reflecting a lot. January was a rough month doing that. I really needed to take a step back and remember where I started and remember why I started. And I think I kind of got lost there for a little while with that. I've been very overwhelmed recently because I'm doing a lot of networking and I'm talking to a lot of people and I'm listening to what they did and how they did it and hearing their advice and their recommendations and, you know, trying to make sense of it all. And 
I kind of forgot that I have to do what's right for me and my business and my lifestyle. There's a reason why I chose to go on my own. And it was because the lifestyle that I lived outside of my nine to five, quote unquote, and my job was more important to me than the job itself. To me, I don't believe in the live to work culture in the US. I believe more in working to live and I want to enjoy my money. I want to enjoy the money I'm making. I want to enjoy my time off, spend time with my family and my friends and travel the world and take time for myself and have girls trips and solo vacations and journal and read and, you know, just overall have a healthy, fit lifestyle. And that was why I chose to go on my own. So if I'm listening to people who are, yeah, they're on their own, but they're scaling businesses and they're building businesses to kind of meet that like intermediary between the big law or the bigger small firm mentality that is not quite this type of lifestyle that I want for myself, then that's not necessarily the right people to be getting advice from, but I'm grateful for the opportunity to learn from them and hear what they're doing and take notes. And, you know, the whole, the goal is to find what works for me and leave what what doesn't work, leave the rest. And I kind of got overwhelmed by that. And I, someone, one of my friends, actually a couple different people have told me to remember why I started and remember the purpose behind me going on my own, especially so early on in my career, especially so young. I was 24 when I set out to start my own firm and now I'm 26 and so much has changed between now and then the last year and a half, especially in the last six months. And, you know, life looks different now than when I first started. And, you know, I want my life to evolve with me and my career to evolve with me. And that is, that's the key. That's the most important thing. So remembering that has been an integral part of my reflection journey and also taking inventory of what I did wrong in the last year and what I can do differently this time, what I can do better, how to improve. And also, you know, of course, making sure my systems and my operations and my automations and all of that stuff is you know, working on those, building those, that's going to be a big part of 2024 for me and having a team now assistance to help me in doing so, building out the website and building out the newsletter and building out like ebooks and downloadables and content and marketing and ads. And it's a lot, it's a lot of work. And there's a lot of things people don't tell you about when you go start your own business. And I think we also forget that being a law firm owner, like running a law firm is a business and Nobody teaches you how to run a business in law school. You know, that's why there's a whole master's program that is specifically for business, like an MBA. And I always say I'm getting an MBA in life. But, you know, I went to law school to be a lawyer and to think like a lawyer, but I wasn't taught how to practice and I most definitely was not taught how to run a business. And I think being a lawyer and being an entrepreneurial lawyer are two very, very different things. And I'm just trying to figure it all out. And I have to remind myself that that's okay. But one of the big things that people don't tell you about what it's like starting your own business is when you're starting your own business online, there's a dichotomy between the education that you give out, the content that you post on social media and marketing and eBooks and webinars and panels and things like that. Content you give out for free to draw in an audience and to build leads and to you know, connect with other people, other service providers and build projects and build systems and, you know, just marketing and creating educational content to teach people what it is you do and how to help them and how you can help them versus the advice that you give out behind a paywall. 
your actual paid services and the client work that you do and just kind of finding that balance that has been something that's very difficult. I tend to talk a lot. You guys know that. And so reminding myself, like, I can't give out all the content for free, but I also can't do free consultations all the time because I tend to talk too much. So I have to limit them and I have to charge it knowing how much to charge. Finding your right pricing and your right audience to match that pricing has also been a really big challenge for me. I've noticed that I get a lot of people that want to talk to me and then they I send them my links to book a call and they're like, oh, it's not free. And, or, oh, like you're not going to review the actual contract for me during the call. It's like, no, I unfortunately cannot do that because that takes away time from other client work. And I haven't built that in into this call. My consultations are 30 minutes for a reason and I limit it to 30 minutes you know? So that's been a really big challenge too, is knowing how much to pay or how much to charge, when to charge and for what to charge. And that also your rates do vary over time and, you know, for different people and adding new services and raising rates and talking to clients and like former clients and letting them know, Hey, my rates have gone up or current clients, like my rates are going up. Do you want to continue working with me? And you know, that's something that I will be going through in the next few weeks as my longest standing client, the client that I have built my firm around, my first client ever and I are one year is up and having to renegotiate our contract. So that should be really, really interesting. And of course, I'll keep you guys posted on that. But yeah, that those are two of the biggest things that people don't tell you. The third thing being, you know, it's hard to turn off your brain and to turn off entrepreneurship mode and go back to being Kayla go back to being you and my brain is always on and that is something that I've really struggled with you know especially because I already have a little bit of anxiety um who am I kidding a lot of anxiety I'm an overthinker to my core so you know making sure that I turn my brain off at night and I read for fun or watch tv or I decompress whether it's with a bath or going for a walk or something and getting off my phone like no podcast no nothing that's been really hard for me I don't love silence but I need it I crave it and that's something that I never thought I would I think I'm becoming more of an introvert so being better about turning it off and also in the mornings too just making sure I take time for myself in the mornings before I turn my brain on and making sure I'm being present in my personal life like the life that is not the content creator influencer lawyer for content creators and influencer version of me the part that you guys don't see offline and yeah finding that that balance of you know being present in the moment of course wanting to take pictures and share it but I've gotten a lot better about sharing not in real time but it's something I'm still working on because I also then tend to forget to when I'm having fun take pictures and make memories to share with you guys and tell you guys what I'm up to so it's definitely a balance that I am still figuring it out. That's the beauty of entrepreneurship is that it's a roller coaster and you know you gotta buckle up. You gotta be along for the ride and it's not for everybody but I would not change it for anything. I would not give it up. I am so so grateful for the opportunity to do this and the biggest reason I'm able to do this is of course financially I have the support of living at home with my family and that's the other thing people don't tell you is you know, running a business, you don't need money to start a business. You can start a money a, a business with no money, but you need money to build a business and to sustain a business. And, you know, 
making sure you are keeping track of your finances. I hired a CPA for the first time. I just had a call today with her to go over my financial reports from January and see how I did. And I'm looking forward to getting my report every month to see over time, month to month, how I'm growing, what my profit and loss is, what my cash flow is. That is going to help me be able to make better decisions for my business and also my life. And those are things that I was trying to track manually for the last year. And I'm thankful that my parents both work in the financial industry. So they've taught me how to use Excel and to do that manually. But having someone take that off my hands has been such a relief and such a game changer in just such a short amount of time. So, you know, I'm grateful that I have my family to support me in the sense that I can live at home, but I do pay for everything myself. And, you know, making sure that I'm putting money, I'm leaving money in my business to run the business, the operating expenses, the overhead of the business, which can be very, very expensive. And as your business grows, it gets bigger. And also making sure I'm paying myself and funding my lifestyle and being able to pay my bills and everything I need to pay. And of course, making room for fun money and saving and investing. And, you know, I don't have a 401k yet. I don't have health insurance, like benefits, like PTO, all of those things. Like those are benefits that you get being out of a company that I don't have. I'm thankful that, you know, I have support in my family and helping me cover some of those things or subsidizing some of those things. But, you know, it's, it's a lot. And one of my goals this year is to start a 401k and to open a Roth IRA account. And I already have a high yield savings account. I started that at the end of last year. And I'm so grateful that I did because already in just the last five months of having it, seeing it grow to what it has is incredible. Um, paying off my student loans, saving money to buy a house, but definitely I want to work on building my investment accounts and something that my CPA, CPA and I are working on. Christy Bowie, she was on the podcast, I'll link her episode below. She is also someone that helps with wealth planning and management and you know, she's not an investment person. She can't open accounts for me, but she can help advise me on what the right accounts are for the lifestyle that I'm living and my my lifestyle goals and my business. So that has been really instrumental in having those conversations with her. And we have a lot of plans and I have a lot of plans and I'm excited to continue doing that. And yeah, no one tells you that you have to make sure you're putting enough money away for taxes and for all of those things that normally a company would take care of for you. And, you know, they're already taken out of your paycheck before you even get that money. It Before it even hits your bank account, Social Security has already been taken out. You know, in this case, I have to build it in and pay back taxes also in addition to that. So, you know, knowing which entity to, you know, make your business, whether you're going to do an LLC or an S-Corp or however you're going to structure it, having support system and a team and educating yourself and doing that has been fundamental for me and I of course would love to keep talking about this with you guys. Christy and I talk about it a lot in our episode and Megan and I talk about it a lot in our episode as well. I'll link that one below too and I definitely want to have more conversations like this. I would love to have my dad on to come talk about it too because a lot of the education that I have going into business was from you know my parents thankfully. Their their support and generosity, I call them my board of directors and we have meetings every couple of weeks and talk about what's been going on in our lives and in work and business in our careers. You know, we're all as a family building on our investment strategies and planning together and looking into real estate investments and properties and things like that as a family, as well as individually. And I think that's super important. And, 
you know, I know not everybody has that, but I'm especially grateful for them in doing so for me and with me. And another big thing I want to talk about that I've learned a lot about myself in this year, especially as a business owner, and I will close out the episode here. I don't want to take too much of your time and I got to go get ready. But the biggest thing that I've learned on a personal level about entrepreneurship is learning to love myself and learning to trust myself. And we've talked about this a lot in previous episodes and in episodes with friends and guests as well. But, you know, entrepreneurship teaches you a lot about who you are. And I wear a bracelet every day that has two words on it. Well, two different bracelets. One says brave and one says fuerza, which is strength in Spanish. And people have always told me as a kid or growing up that I was very courageous and that I am very resilient and I'm grateful for both of those traits and I love that I am both of those things and I'm very curious as well. But, you know, it takes a lot of strength and bravery to trust yourself and trust your gut and your intuition and that's something that I've been really working on in the last year, year and a half Um, and especially in the last six months as my business you know, evolved from being a side hustle because I was working at a, another firm for a year to now full-time on my own. Um, now I have to gut check myself a lot more. And that's hard sometimes, listening to your gut and your intuition, knowing that that's what feels right and is right for you versus letting logic take over and letting your brain take over. And that, that, that pull push and pull that you have and it's it's definitely harder as an entrepreneur for sure so learning to trust myself and learning to love myself through the ebbs and flows the ups and downs the mistakes the lessons the learnings the healings and it's just taught a lot me a lot taught me a lot about myself too you guys know i did my 26 lessons i've learned by 26 birthday episode at the end of last year i'll link that as well um I did a lot of reflection in that blog post of all the lessons I've learned. A lot of those have been learned in the last five years. A lot of those have been learned in the last three. So, you know, I've just, I've learned a lot about myself. I learned how strong I really am and how powerful I really am and how like entrepreneurial I really am. I never would have thought I would be an entrepreneur. I never thought that I would be where I'm at today. And I'm just immensely grateful how many times I'm going to say that in this episode, but I just really am. And I love that I get to share that with you guys. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you liked it, please leave a rating and review. Please subscribe to the show, share with a friend, tag us as you're listening. Let me know who you want to see next, what topics you want me to cover next. And I hope you guys enjoyed this solo pod. I would love to do another one soon. So let me know what topics you want me to cover. Just me, myself, about entrepreneurship and business, running a law firm, Q&A, anything like that, please, please let me know. Go follow me on social media. Check out all the links I linked below for you. And yeah, I hope you guys are having a good one and I will talk to you next week.